Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Let's do this. Let's talk some uh, Packers football, shall we? Let's bring in Ryan Wood. Do you want to know what's going on at 1265 Lombardi Avenue? What's next for the Pack? Let's check in with our green and gold insider, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Brought to you by Thomas Marola Law Offices. Divorce, child custody, and other family law needs. Go with experience. Go with Thomas Marola. Online at marolalaw.net or call 414-327-5800. Ryan Ward of the Green Bay Press Gazette now joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. And uh, Ryan, uh, this is a team that, well, no COVID cases here, I guess. We get word that the uh, the, the game with uh, the Tennessee Titans right now and the Pittsburgh Steelers has been postponed, but uh, everything seems to be good every place else throughout the NFL. At least uh, you knock on wood when you're talking about the Packers, you know? Yeah, knock on wood is right because what, what, is, what is the case today could very well change tomorrow. You never know with this virus, right? But, you know, Corey Lindsley talked about this this week, and you don't, you know, we're, we're outside – the, the internal bubble we we don't see what it, we're not even in the locker room so we, we don't see what's happening but Corey Lindsley said that he he was pretty confident with how everyone inside that that, that locker room is is handling the protocols and that there's a, a sense of, of understanding that hey this this is your livelihood I mean, if, if you get COVID that's money out of your pocket as an NFL player so um, they've got a lot of reasons to take this very seriously, um, and you know he he said not, not that if not that if you get COVID you're not a team first guy because it, it can happen it does happen, but in terms of following the protocols, he said that he thinks everyone's been very team first and and has taken it very seriously. Um, now getting into the X's and O's, this is a team that's a little bit banged up defensively. Uh, can you give us an update on some of the injuries? Yeah, you know, we'll we'll see. Uh, the, today's Wednesday in, in Packers World because they're playing on Monday night. So this is the first real practice of the week today. And I would imagine that Kenny Clark is likely to be out there um, unless there's a setback that we don't know of. Um, very similar to Billy Turner week two. Week two, Billy Turner ended that week practicing. He was on the practice field. He was active against the Lions, unlike Kenny Clark against the Saints, but he did not play. So he's effectively inactive, just an emergency guy. They gave him the extra week. He came back and he started at right tackle against the Saints. Uh, I would imagine it might be similar for Kenny Clark, um, who was given the extra week, even though he did finish the week in practice. And if all is good, this could be the week that he's back. As far as Christian Kirksey, 
just yeah, it, it seems like that's probably going to take a little bit more time. And in the meantime, Ty Summers is is going to get an opportunity here. Uh, that was going to be my next question. So Ty Summers is going to get some more uh, some more reps. Uh, you tell me, how do you think he looked overall? Now that we've had a chance to absorb the all twenty two, uh, tell me how he looked in this uh, game, this past game against the Saints. Yeah, I thought he looked okay. You know, it, the the degree of difficulty of uh, out of nowhere, your young guy here's the the green dot communication helmet. You're in charge of of the other ten guys, and oh by the way, you also have to tackle Alvin Kamara. That's pretty high. That, that that's not easy to deal with. And I, you know, certainly there were some plays he'd want back. I mean, it, it, it wasn't clean. Uh, but given the situation, I, I thought Ty Summers did okay. And it's it's a, a game that he can build off of, and he'll need to build off of it. But um, you know, it, it certainly was far from from falling flat on your face or a failure or anything like that. I mean, there, there was a lot of positives for him to take out of it too. And you know, what he is is he's an active linebacker. And that's what Mike Pettin wants on the second level in this system is guys who are active around the ball. And Ty Summers was certainly around the ball. The uh, the defensive front, uh, there was so much, uh, at least, you know, kind of Twitter chatter about, well, they're not getting to Drew Brees. Drew Brees got rid of the football. The game plan was don't allow Preston and Zedaria Smith to get you to, to you. Don't allow that to happen. So that was part, part of the reason I go back and I looked at the statistics in the next-gen stats. Look, Drew Brees has never been a, a long downfield guy to begin with. You don't have Michael Thomas, so they just wanted to get rid of the football and allow Kamara and company to just kind of do what they did after the catch. Uh, so I'm not overly concerned about the pass rush right now. Are you? No, no. They, I don't know what the numbers are right now, but they were top ten in the league going into last week. And Drew Brees has always had one of the the quickest releases, not just during his time, but really of any time. I mean, it's a it's a Marino type quick release. He, he gets rid of the ball in no time at all. So do you expect that uh, against Drew Brees? And you know, at the end of the day. Kingsley Kiki got two sacks and looked pretty good. Um, you know, and the other guy that really flashed up front was Montrevious Adams a couple times and showed showed his athleticism against Carlos Carlos Ruiz. Um, so it, it you know, and then Zadarius Smith happened to make the, the the biggest play of the game, and it was a pretty frustrating night for Zadarius Smith. Um, there were times against the run he got sucked inside, uh, didn't set an edge. There, there were times that he just. He, he got he got blocked just enough to not be able to get to Drew Brees with that quick release. But the one time the Saints don't block him, they don't put a hat on him, he makes a game-changing play, and he strips Taysom Hill of the football, and that's what big-time players do. I mean, even on frustrating nights, you find a way to make that one play that tilts the field, and, and Zary Smith did that. So, um, you know, it, all in all, no, it, Drew Brees is really, really tough to get to. Does this team need to have a pivotal turnover, defensively speaking, for this team to consistently win? Because it's happened yeah. in all three games now. Yeah, for, for the well, not for the team to win. Because I mean, the, the the Packers at this point, it's only three games, but you you get a sense that there's a lot of teams that the Packers can just outscore, right? But in the long haul, and go back to 2011, the last time the Packers had a start like this offensively, that year. They were prolific. I mean, they, they, they were historically good on offense, terrible on defense, and it caught up with them because there were a lot of teams, most teams that the Packers could outscore that year, but they couldn't outscore everybody. And when they ran up against a good defense in the cold weather and they had an off night 
for for their offense, the defense couldn't do its its job, and, and it cost them the season. You that that that's that's certainly in play if they don't get this defense righted. But that yeah, the, the defense is what it is. It, it it's a big playmaking defense. It's put nine points on the board in the first three games. It is a defense that is going to turn you over. It's going to sack you, and it's going to give up a lot of yards, and it's going to give up some points. And if it can make those big plays, this is a team that can win a Super Bowl because the offense is where it's at and the defense making big plays. Look around the league. It's not like there's a lot of great defenses around the league, and I think that the lack of home field advantage certainly and and crowd noise certainly plays a factor into that. But – it, this defense is what it was last year. Last year, it would it would sack you. It, it, it would play well situationally. It would turn you over, and it would give up a lot of yards. And it's really kind of carried over into this year as well. Talking with Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press Gazette and PackersNews dot com. Not that I am pining for it by any by any standard, but at what point do you see more carries, if any? get to A.J. Dillon. I know uh, you know fans were talking about, well, in some of those short-yarded situations, why wouldn't you go to Dillon? I had talked about some of the things that I thought uh, were, were rather pertinent that Matt LaFleur had stated, but do you see him getting any carries with the way the run game is right now? Yeah, it'll happen. He's too talented not to let it happen, but the two guys ahead of him are pretty good. So if you don't need to wear out your rookie running back and they really don't need to. Why would you? Um, Matt Lafleur did say he'd look at the, the short yardage running back rotations uh, after, after Sunday night's game. He, he did acknowledge that. That doesn't mean he's going to change anything because the reality is that Aaron Jones in, in short yardage has one of the best noses for that marker in the league. Uh, for, for a small guy like that, and you saw it, frankly, early in the third quarter on fourth and one. Uh, he ran through an arm tackle and, and got what he needed to, to, to get – that one yard to get in the end zone for fourth and one for uh, fourth and goal from, from the one. So I, I, I don't see him supplanting the veterans or anything like that. Will he get more than a couple carries? Maybe at some point that that, that could happen, especially if there's injuries, obviously that changes the equation, but uh, I, you don't get the sense that they're going to rush it. They're going to be plenty patient because they've got two really, really good guys ahead of him. Uh, I had even uh, tweeted it out that we had a Sternberger sighting in this past game. Uh, three catches for Jay Sternberger, and we know that uh, Aaron Rodgers, after the game, kind of alluded to the fact that he's had his issues, basically meaning the drops. Uh, is this the uh, reemergence of Jay Sternberger, forcing him into uh, the lineup in which he can get a couple of opportunities? Yeah, it could be. You know, I thought it was really uh, telling that Aaron Rodgers, after that first completion, which was a, a nothing completion, it was just he was wide open in the right flat, dumped it off, he caught it, it, it essentially a layup. Uh, Aaron Rodgers pointed right right at Jay Sternberger, you know, kind of an attaboy, and, and then patted him on the helmet when he got to, to the huddle. Um, you know, he, he understood that that was more than what it might have seemed for a guy who had some two really, really, really tough drops the week before. Uh, So you like to see that from a young guy, especially coming back from some plays that that you didn't make and being able to make the easy ones because those are the ones you got to make. So uh, I I thought, you know, the quarterback certainly recognized what that meant for Jay Sternberger. And, um, yeah, it certainly helps when you show that you can rebound from, from a play like that. Um, real quick before we let you go, the rest of the tight ends. Now, we know that Devontae Adams 
uh, was not in this ball game. Alan Lazard certainly stepped up, but it's it's it seems like you've got the ability to spread the ball pretty comfortably to your tight ends. If Sternberger starts to catch passes and you're able to move the sticks and you've got a good run game, you know I don't want to say you don't need that other wide receiver because you certainly do. But it's it seems like there's enough weaponry here and enough things going on for Aaron Rodgers to be successful with an offense. We I would assume it's only going to get better from here on out. Correct. Well, it's it's hard to get better than 40 points every week. So I don't know if it gets better. But the, the, for the Packers, they don't need it to get better. They, they just need this to plateau. If they can maintain this, they're fine. So, you know, I, I think the tight end, tight end I, I look at very similar to, to what I look at the inside linebacker position. I had low expectations for tight ends coming into the year. And they've exceeded that. Robert Tanyan has, has been a, a touchdown machine early in the season, you know. And Jay Sternberger – you see the the athleticism, and you see the ability to make some plays. Mercedes Lewis is that that you know that sage veteran that is going to be in rundown situations as a blocker, and he's he's the leader of the group, and and he fills that that need in the wide zone offense. And you've got Josiah Deguara, who's kind of a, like a Swiss Army knife. He's Mister Everything, and 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 does all, a bunch of stuff. We only seen him one game, but that one game was pretty impressive. So. Um, and then let's not discount John Lovett either. I mean, these, these are not, these are not big name guys, but they fill a role and, and, and they're, they've been used very, very well to fill that role within Matt LaFleur's offense. And if they continue doing that, um, the diversity of, of the skill set in this group is something that can certainly help you. Great stuff. Uh, Ryan, we appreciate it. We'll talk again next week and break this whole thing down. Okay. All right. Take care. All right, buddy, talk to you soon. Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette and PackersNews.com joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard, they treat you fair. 80-plus years, they've been doing it. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to SchneiderJobs.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.